Welcome to the Natural Lifestyles Podcast. I am your host, James Marshall, and together with my world-class coaching team, we'll be discussing topics on natural style seduction, masculine and feminine dynamic, lifestyle design, sexuality, personal change, and so much more. Stay tuned for today's episode. The other one that there is many comments about is, you know, saying how sexy consent is or how the fact that I asked for consent just put me into some top echelon of, of men. Now, this is a big topic. I'm not going to go into too much detail about consent here, but there can be a misunderstanding that if I have to use verbal consent for like every step of the way, that it's going to break the flow and it's going to be unnatural. And that's true, right? So if, you know, every kiss I said, is it okay if I kiss you again? Is it okay if I squeeze your boob again? You know, all of those kind of progressional points. It's not really realistic. And yes, it can be really unsexy, but it is important to be able to use verbal consent at the beginning of play, right, and ongoing as well, right? So things like if there's a thing that I want to do to the girl, I'm going to do X right now. I'm going to flip you over and fuck you. You want that? That's consent, right? That's, That's me saying what I'm going to do and then checking to see she's down with that. It comes across as dirty talk, actually. It adds to the erotic flow and then she can reply, yes, sir, yes, daddy, oh, yes, I want that. And cool, this like little bit of consent is now something that's part of our play, right? Or as we're going harder or we're spanking or doing something that's more, you know, a little bit more extreme, checking in again with this ongoing consent, you like that, you take some more, you want that, you know, is that enough for you? These kinds of phrases will help you to navigate the sexual experience, making sure that the, both parties are enjoying it and want to continue it. As I said, it's, it's a big topic. It's, there's a lot of gray areas within it, but it's something that women really, really appreciate. And it's awesome also because it allows her to like make a decision and then really jump into the thing, right? As opposed to like kind of resisting the, the advances of the man and, and gradually letting down her guard and letting him do his thing. It's like getting her to enthusiastically be involved in this as well, right? So at the beginning of this, I say, do I have your consent? And she says, yes. Now she's an active participant in it. Now she's you know, committed herself to this, to this thing. Now, of course, she could change her mind at any given time. And as a good dom, you want to be reading her physical signals, not being attached to the outcome that you want. But this is a really important thing. And it's something that is lacking for a lot of women. And it can lead to not good stuff, you know, lack of communication, can lead to disconnection, can lead to awkwardness, can lead to things happening which shouldn't have happened because one party or another usually the woman, wasn't into it. And we all know where that can go as well. So important things to take away from this that girls find it sexy when you lace them up uh, in a gentlemanly and respectful and lovely dominant manner. And they love it when a man checks in to make sure that she's enjoying the process as well. I don't want to have sex for three minutes. Why would I want to do that? If that's your idea of sex, like you're like, yeah, I just want to like fuck her and come quickly, then leave this channel. I literally cannot help you if you think that that's okay. And uh, that is the preferential way to have sex, that it's just about you getting a woman's body, fucking it and coming. Then you're, you're always going to be a lousy lay. Always. And women won't stick around. 2.1 mil views on this one about men uh, not lasting or wishing to last more than three minutes. Uh, a, lot of, a lot of kind of, let's say, immature comments from men on here, like, I mean, if we both come quickly, I'm a busy man, got to be efficient in time management, call being efficient, mate. When you say three minutes, it sounds bad. Say stuff like 180 seconds, that sounds like a lot. 1500 likes from the dudes, I guess. Uh, and then there's a lot of comments from guys. Okay, so that's dudes who are like, yeah, I'm a three minute man. I guess they're trolling. I hope so. But then 
you have a lot of guys who are basically talking about how they wish they could last longer. I wish I could last longer too, but it's too good. I don't want to, but the problem is the scarcity of it. Yeah, that's an issue when, you know, you don't get sex often, then you get it and it's over quickly. What if that's all I've got with a broken heart emoji? All right. So I feel for everybody in this situation because we have circumstances where women are experiencing men lasting a very short amount of time in bed. And as we've looked at, it's just not enough, right? Three minutes of penetration and some cursory amount of foreplay is going to be a disappointing sexual experience for almost every woman on the planet. And then on the other side, you have guys who, I mean, we certainly can see from these comments, there are a lot of guys out there who just think it's fine, right? It's just that sex is for the man to get off, or why should I put all this effort into making the woman get off? Uh, it's, it's a selfish, kind of childish, boyish attitude to have. And I'm sure that there are just a bunch of dudes in there just trolling going, huh, huh. Two mid, I'm a two-pump champion or whatever. All right, fine. If that's how you, you know, what you like to do for recreation, then that's fine. But in the real world, this is not going to assist you. But then we have for the vast majority of men who have issues with this, it's just that they don't seem to be able to last long enough. Now, in the next video in this series, I'll be going into details a lot on some of the solutions to all of these issues. So I'm not going to, this is a big topic, how to last longer in bed. but the very quick tips that I can give right now is that it's about learning to have relaxed arousal, right? So if the reason that a man ejaculates quickly is because his body becomes tense and like to a certain degree, we're wired that way, right? Like it's like biologically throughout history, it was probably, you know, you look at the way animals have sex, some of them have it for ages, but mostly they get in there and do their thing and then get back to like defending and fighting and feeding and doing the other animal things. So, you know, we are wired in some way to ejaculate quickly, but luckily our hardwiring can be adapted and absolutely, absolutely any man can change uh, from being a two, three, four minute man to being a guy that actually has complete control over his arousal. And it can be a process of reconditioning his body, reconditioning his mind, things like removing pornography from your sexual diet, things like not training and practicing to be shit and quick in bed. And people are like, what? Why would I do that? Well, you do do that. If you're masturbating to porn quickly with a hard grip and, you know, getting your rocks off quickly, well, that's training, right? And, and for a lot of guys, that's where the bulk of their sexual experience is going to be is with themselves. Oh, no shame in that. But you, we can start to view this as training for the main event. So being able to actually slow down, to be able to use a more relaxed grip, to be able to deepen your breathing. There's a whole bunch of other techniques that can be applied, but it is something that requires a man to go through a process of self-knowledge. In the same way, if common issue that women have is that they're not able to orgasm or they're not able to orgasm with a partner. They can only do it when they're by themselves. And so for them, they will have to go through, with, with or without a partner, a training period to understand their body, their arousal, their anatomy better, and it's the same thing for a man. You know, every man knows how to knock one out, as we might say in Australia, or jack off or whatever. Uh, everyone knows how to do that. But have you learned how to do that in a way that's actually going to elongate your pleasure and stamina, or are you training to be shit in bed? And do you care? Because if you don't, as I said in this video, you'll always be a lousy lay. And, and women don't stick around with men, usually, if they have options, who are crap in bed. The best way to keep a high-quality woman in your life is to treat her good and fuck her better.
you know, they're just going to want to stick around because the bar is unfortunately very low and very few men can last longer than a few minutes and very few men care to learn how to do that. If you're enjoying today's episode and you'd like to find out more about the services and information that the Natural Lifestyles provide, then check out our show notes where you'll see links to all of our other resources, including our YouTube channel, TikTok, and most importantly, our workshop schedule. TNL team is constantly on the road, traveling the planet and teaching the world's most high-end, bespoke and personalized coaching workshops for men, teaching you how to date women in everyday situations without the use of cheesy lines or those goddamn apps. Check it out. And now back to the episode. Lots of enthusiastic and interesting comments on this one. There is boiling in the subconscious of most women, far more complex fantasies than most men ever have. Because men's fantasies are like, I'd like to have sex with a hot girl easily and maybe two at a time once in my life. Whereas, you know, women have like complex fantasy structures, often like sewn in with childhood conditioning around taboo, around things they're not supposed to be doing, yet they yearn for. And so like a good dom has the ability to create a, uh, like a safe container for that to be explored in a way where there is no judgment and there is no danger and there's no consequence. And so you can play through the, the sequence of of the scene or of the fantasy or whatever. And at the end, with proper aftercare, it's sealed, let's say it's finished. And then she goes back to being herself without any residual like, oh, did that guy think I was a or like, should I have done that? Or that kind of thing, which often women do experience. I haven't experienced this sadly, but it feels true to me. I've seen three videos of this guy and I firmly believe he is the only man who is allowed to mansplain anything. Don't get triggered dudes, but uh, they like when I mansplain and others not. The first man I've ever seen talking about female fantasy and desires with any kind of depth or intelligence, sincere empathy. I praise. Just not enough men in here right now. Wild to see how few of us understand the message. Because again, as with all of these videos, there's just reams of comments from the ladies going, yes, or this or that. And silence from the dudes except for the occasional trolling comment. Someone want to explain how this guy figured this out and I still have to spell it out to my husband. The way my, my heart leapt up the thought of that acceptance and then immediately fell. It's pure torture in itself, I guess, when you can't get to experience these things that you wish. Having this guy show up unprovoked on my For You page is so bittersweet for what I looked for and could never find. So it does exist, dot, dot, dot. Oh, that's like a heartbreaking poem, that one. How can I find a dom with this mindset? Holy crap, I've never felt so seen. Now, in this video, I'm a little bit flippant about male fantasy. I say that men only have the fantasy to have sex with hot chicks easily and maybe two at a time in their life. Is that true for you? No, of course, men definitely have fantasy structures as well. But definitely women's internal fantasy worlds tend to be deeper, more mixed in with things like taboo, childhood conditioning, fears that can also be related to eroticism. And then there's this underlying hum of the common desire, not every single woman all the time, but the common desire for a woman to be dominated or led into a fantasy space by a man. And what's coming up in this clip is a lot of women are resonating with this. They're like, oh, yes, boiling in my subconscious, there is all these fantasies. And I do want to express this in a place where I feel safe and not judged. And that's really the role of a healthy dominant, right? It's not. And there's lots of misconceptions about BDSM and dominance. Again, I'm not referring to, it's always dungeon masters with whips and chains and leather clad and screaming abuse. That's a type of dominance. Most, I mean, a lot of women just are not into that. But they do have fantasies that they would love to play out with a partner. But it's so difficult and so rare for them to find a man who has the skill and the empathy to do this. All right. So I mentioned creating a scene, which is your job as the as a dominant, is to create a container where the woman feels 
that she can relax into and she can actually express the underlying fantasies that she has without all of the external worries that she often has to deal with in terms of being judged by society or other men to be worried about letting something out that, that then the man might think is weird or slutty or too kinky or make some definition about her mental health from or whatever. No, the role of good dominance is to hold space for someone to be as they are, right? to, to lead them into a place where they can express what they have otherwise been unable to express. And then you notice at the end of the clip, I talk about sealing it off with proper aftercare. And, you know, aftercare is a whole other topic, but it's making sure that the, at the end of any experience, especially if you've taken someone into something that's more extreme, more taboo, more polarized, kinky, more wild, has induced some kind of trance state, because often heavy, intense types of sexuality or ones that are sewn in with psychological patterns can lead a person into a strange state. And it's not always predictable what that can be, but they can feel very vulnerable and delicate. And it's really important as a man that when you've taken her through this ride, that you resolve it, right? You create some kind of conclusion. And that can be as simple as giving her a big hug, giving her a big hug and telling her that she's adorable and sexy, that she's a good girl, you know, taking her to the shower to clean her up, getting her a cup of tea, sitting there and, and debriefing in a casual way about the experience, you know, making sure that her physical needs are met and that she feels comfortable, cozy, and safe. And it's clear that that thing, that scene is now resolved and over. And even if we happen to be exploring some of the wilder, darker, naughtier sides, you know, using nasty words, using impact, being rough, playing with some kind of dominance role play scenario where you're the aggressor or the captor or the, the person that's holding her down or spanking her or telling her she's this or she's a naughty that, that it needs to be clear for her that that was a game, right? It is play. It's not an expression of some kind of uh, nasty side of masculinity, right? It's not me judging her. It's not me humiliating her, even if that's part of the play. It's not me just objectifying her. It's that, okay, this was a game. This was a fantasy. We played it out together and now it's resolved and now again you're a good girl. You know, again you're my lover, my sweet doll, you know, my friend, human that I also respect and have empathy for. If you can hold that space, then women will show you aspects of their sexuality that they won't and in some ways cannot show anybody else. Right? And you see these kind of heartbreaking in a way comments here of women yearning for this. Oh, I feel so seen. Oh, this is what I've always been looking for. Oh, and now I know it exists, but I can't find it. Well, you too, if you wish, can become the type of man that can have these skills and can hold space for a woman to express herself sexually. Why do we bother doing that? Well, it's for her pleasure, yes. But when you help a woman to really unfold and, and express and explore, then you will get the best out of her sexually. It doesn't always mean kinky wild stuff. It just means her feeling able to be sexy, to express, to be sensual, to take what she wants, to suggest things to go wild, to show her like under, under her conditioning, under her worries, under her fears, her sexy, slutty, wild self. And that is a, a beautiful and amazing thing to experience as a man. You will never get more devotion, appreciation, and pleasure from a woman than when she's unchained, all right? when she's unrestrained, when she feels like she can actually express who she really is, then she'll give you all of her feminine energy. It's an amazing thing to behold and well worth holding the space for. 
Thank you for listening to the Natural Lifestyles podcast. If you enjoyed our content and you'd like some more, then you can check out our YouTube channel, which is just The Natural Lifestyles. And if you want to find out about our live coaching and online coaching services, including our incredible live dating workshops, sexuality workshops, then you should check out our website, thenaturallifestyles.com. Thanks once again, and we'll see you in the next episode. Peace.